Everywhere we go, it's Memphis. Memphis, Memphis Tennessee, the beautiful land in the world. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of We Are Not Sports Entertained. Now, this was supposed to be on bar the 1004th Wrestling Podcast, but for the past week almost, two of the other people on the show have not had electricity in their house. They've been living like cavemen. <clears throat> and when they finally got it back, Colt realized that he's been around people too much this week and he just wants to take a break from talking to people. And I can understand that. So it's going to be We Are Not Sports Entertained. I hope you like it. This is the anniversary show. <laughs> what the fuck? <clears throat> what is our two-month anniversary? No, this, I mean, this is the one... I think this is one year since Colt and I started the show. Oh, what a, what a terrible show to have the anniversary, y'all. No, that's better than nothing, I always say. Let's see. The... First episode debuted February 16th. Well, so we got a week. Yeah. This will be the, the, the one-year show, though. Either way, welcome to Armbar. Not Armbar. Welcome to We Are Not Sports Entertained, the only wrestling podcast that's not about wrestling because we're not sports entertained at the moment. I am not Todd. At all. Nope. I am Todd Suliano, Zooming, as always, with... <laughs> Jimmy. This podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at Bud Light Seltzer. Try Bud Light Seltzer Sour Blue Raspberry. Tastes like a warhead. I don't think you should be drinking those. Tastes good. Tastes like warheads. If you're not familiar with the We Are Not Sports Entertaining show, I don't know why you're still listening. Because, again, we're not going to be talking about wrestling. What we are going to be talking about, though, is whatever the fuck we want to talk about. The yeah. first first thing I want to talk to you about, Jesse, is did you happen to see uh, the video of Nelly getting getting a blowjob on Instagram? <laughs> no, I think I missed that one. Did you hear about it? I didn't hear about this one. Uh, this happened yesterday, uh, February 9th. Nelly, uh, quote, accidentally posted a video on his Instagram story of him receiving a blowjob. Now, was he trying to send it to somebody? Like, how do you accidentally do that? I've never accidentally almost posted anything remotely like that. I don't know. It, it says, like, he released a statement saying, um, look, this was an old video that was private and never meant to go public. And Nelly is not happy. Poor Nelly. And uh, he told TMZ that I sincerely apologize to the young lady and her family. This is unwanted publicity for her slash them. Was she somebody famous also, or was she just some random chick? Uh, no, she uh, she was not uh, famous, to, to my knowledge at least. But yeah, he... Um, apologized for getting a blowjob and Instagram you're not familiar with Instagram their stories have are only limited to 15 seconds long this clip is 54 seconds long so he posted multiple stories (laughs) oh no just back to back to back to back he posted four stories and granted when you upload a video if it's more than 15 seconds they will automatically make it um more than one story but you can't just like accidentally upload so you have to open the app press the button press to make sure if you want to make it a story or go to your go to your main feed then you got to upload the story and then press upload so i refuse to believe it was an accident maybe he didn't mean to upload it maybe he meant to like make it a private thing on instagram but there's no fucking way you can accidentally upload something like that. Yeah, like I said, I've never almost accidentally uploaded something that I didn't want to upload. Like, I don't see how that's... I don't see how that happens. 
Yeah. Thank yeah. goodness it wasn't anything incriminating. Yeah. I mean, at least he's not R. Kelly, I guess. But this isn't the first time Nelly's been in the news uh, lately. He was in the news not long ago uh, because he told Madonna that she needs to. Uh, well, basically, he told her that she needs to dress more appropriately for a 63 year old woman and said that, quote, something should just be left covered up. Nelly with a very strong opinion. Fans of Nelly, you know, because those exist wrote uh i love twitter it literally has everything you need because the video is obviously shared on twitter (laughs) another wrote not quite what i was expecting as one chimed in i see everyone talking about the nelly video but i want to see it for myself (laughs) and i don't know that's that's a different country grammar than i'm used to if i'm gonna say so myself (laughs) Now, I do have an important question to ask you that's uh, been boggling my mind lately. It has nothing to do with Nelly. What flavor would you say Flamin' Hot Cheetos is? They're Flamin' Hot. It's not a flavor. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're plain crunchy Cheetos with uh, red hot dust sprinkled on them. I mean, really, like, if you were to describe the flavor of Flamin' Hot Cheetos, like, how would you describe it? It would be like uh, hot tamales, not the not the actual hot tamales, like but the hot candy? tamales candy. Yeah. Well, hot it's tamales kind of like are like cinnamon, though. That's true. <laughs> I, I used to like hot tamales. You, you don't even know because it, it's, it's like it doesn't have a fucking flavor. Before we get into anything else that I wanted to just discuss this week, do you have anything you want to get off your chest or discuss? Uh, <laughs> no, nothing. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary. Just um, I went 127 hours without electricity this past week. You know, James Franco I, did that, and he saw yeah, his arm. This is that's that's part of my story here. Once I realized I went exactly 127 hours, I was like, hey, that's a movie, I think. Then I looked at that movie, and I was like, oh, yeah, this movie. Like, I felt like I, I can't complain about my electricity being cut off if this guy was stuck inside of a rock for that long. No, you can, because you didn't mean to do that. He's a dumbass who did it. Well, I doubt he meant to get his arms stuck or whatever. And I've never seen that movie. But I've, I've I'm seen pretty it. sure he ends up like cutting his arm off. I think. Yeah, he cuts his arm crazy. off with a little pocket knife. That's. I I think I would just rather slit my throat than do that. <laughs> That's what I'm like. Anytime I see a movie, I where, do that. anytime I see a movie where people are in situations like that, my my first thought isn't, "What would I do in that situation?" My first thought was, "How long would it take me before I just decide to kill myself?" Exactly. <laughs> just bash my head into the rock. Yeah. Know? But, uh, yeah, man. So I didn't have it too bad compared to that guy. That's true, I guess. Now, this is um, old news, but it's new-ish news, kind of. You heard about the Jerry West Lakers situation, didn't you? No, apparently this is about a week of electricity just uh, left me out of the loop here. Jerry West uh, recently discovered after a Lakers representative called his wife that his lifelong season tickets have been revoked. Oh, wow. How can they take away the logo's tickets? It's pretty fucked up. And he is insulted. He felt insulted by Jeannie Buss after she named her top five Lakers of all the time and he did not make the list. Who were her top five favorite Lakers? Do you know that offhand? I'm looking at it right now. I want you to try to guess. Um, Magic Johnson. That's one. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's two. Kobe Bryant. That's three. Shaquille O'Neal. Nope. All right, strike one. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain. No. Um, Derek Fisher. Strike three. (laughs) Who the fuck else was the Lakers? 
Her top five Dennis list. Rodman. Her top five list is Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Phil Jackson. Oh, that don't fucking count. <laughs> and that's only because that's her like husband or boyfriend or whatever. LeBron James. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fuck if this stupid B thinks LeBron's a better Laker than Shaq. Apparently, because he's brought um one championship, one playoff almost run. And you know, another and another. Then they didn't make the playoffs his first year, and now they're stuck with Russ for the rest of the season. I cannot believe they didn't trade him. I can't either. Now, if you were to say your top five Lakers of all time, who would you say? I would say uh, Magic and Kobe and Shaq, and then Kareem and Jerry West. Honestly, I would say this is. I'm just basing this off of people that I that I watched growing up. Kobe, Shaq, Derek Fisher, fucking Rick Fox, <laughs> Robert Ory, and um, Powell. I mean, Powell's a good pick too. Like, how is Powell Gasol a top ten Laker of all time? Uh, I don't have I mean, that's just, like, that's something to look into. I don't have an all time Laker roster here, but I think, I think he might be in the top 10 all time. I think if, if uh, basketball teams were to make like all decade teams, he definitely would have been all decade team for 2010, 2020. Yeah. Well, yeah, he would have been. And probably from 2000 to 2010 because he won two championships with them. Or no, he won one championship with them in 2009, and then he won another in 2010. But yeah, like that's, that's like I can understand. I can definitely understand Kobe, Magic, and Kareem. LeBron makes no fucking sense to me because he does not have a legacy in Los Angeles whatsoever. I, I'm more offended by her putting LeBron there than her boyfriend. <laughs> Yes, Phil Jackson. I love Phil is, Jackson. Phil but... Jackson is the really weird one to me because, like, do coaches consider themselves to be like, like, a, does Phil Jackson think of himself as a Laker? I doubt it. I mean, like, he thinks of himself if, if he thinks of himself as a team, probably uh, Chicago. Like and the, he played for the Knicks, so maybe he considers himself a Knicks. Like the same way that Shaq will consider himself to be a Laker nowadays, because. He's retired and doesn't talk shit about the Lakers anymore. Like, is there, like, when fucking uh, Doc Rivers retires, is he going to be like, I'm a Celtic? No, he's going to be like, I'm a trailblazer. Uh, didn't Phil Jackson coach like the Knicks for like two years? Yeah, and he sucked. <laughs> he didn't have Kobe or Jordan, so everybody's like, man, Phil Jackson sucks. <laughs> Yeah, those are her top five Lakers of all time, and it's the dumbest list I've ever heard of in my life. A hard, uh, it'll be a hard pass for me. Not too very thrilled of old Genie there. And uh, there's something I wanted to talk to you about that McDonald's recently launched that I was wanting to talk about last week with Colt and you, but you know we didn't do the show last week because you guys didn't have power. Um, you're familiar with the idea of hacking a menu, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yes. Like you know, back in the back in the '90s and the early 2000s, when you said hacking, you mostly thought of like the Matrix and it was like hacking into a computer. Now it's like food hacks and menu hacks and shit like that. I believe the first time that phrase came into existence was from people quote hacking the Taco Bell menu when they found out that you could just go to Taco Bell and get them to make whatever you want as long as they have the ingredients. Yeah. That was people would say they were hacking the menu by doing that, and then people started like hacking Starbucks. McDonald's has a menu hack now because of popular hacks. And I'm, if you if you take a shot every time I drink, every time I say hack, you're just gonna get drunk right now. But they they have 
what are like considered the fan favorite hacks that were unofficial menu items and now they are menu items one is the surf and turf which is a double cheeseburger with the filet of fish that sounds disgusting and the way that they uh give you the shit when you order if you order the surf and turf you are given a double cheeseburger and a filet of fish and you have to make it yourself they don't make the hack thing for you, which seems weird. <laughs> Another one is wouldn't the, you just be ordering a double cheeseburger and a fish sandwich at that point? Yeah. Another one is the crunchy double. Try to guess what the crunchy double is. Uh, the crunchy double is a double meat chicken sandwich. No, a, a crunchy double is once again a double cheeseburger. With chicken nuggets, because for I some reason, for some reason, McDonald's, I guess, are known for having crunchy chicken nuggets. But I never remember their chicken nuggets being crunchy. Yeah, what I always did when I would get McDonald's, um, like when I was a teenager, I would get like hot and spicies. I would get like plain hot and spicies, and then put fries on top of the hot and spicy, and then pour barbecue sauce on them. So my, I eat like a hot and spicy fries barbecue sandwich. My menu hack where hot and spicy was to just ask for a slice of cheese on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when when I ate meat and when I ate fast food, like hot and spicy was the fucking best thing available. But now they have like these weird menu hacks. Like the last one is the land, air, and sea. Which is a McChicken, a filet of fish, and a Big Mac mashed together. And I don't know about you, but to me, that just seems like that's a lot of fucking bread. Uh, yeah, that'd be. You're using all the bread from all the sandwiches. Yeah, that's a lot. It's it's I don't know, it's kind of ridiculous. Um so I want to talk to you real quick about Russell Westbrook. All right. He Poor guy. is clearly struggling right now. He is no longer MVP Russell Westbrook. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's because he's like changed scenery so many fucking times in the past four years. Like he's gone from OKC to Washington to Houston, or maybe went to Oklahoma to Houston to Washington to the Lakers. I don't know. Either way, he's been on a bunch of teams. And lately, he is just not shooting very well. And what I want to ask you is, assuming you're familiar with this, do you believe that right now he has the yips? The the what? The yips. (laughs) The yips. What is the yips? I've heard of this before, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Okay, so the yips uh, in basketball, the yips can interfere with the player's ability to shoot efficiently. A basketball player with the yips may hesitate at some point during their shooting motion, overthink their form, or try to guide the ball into the basket instead of shooting with full trust. And if you watch the way he plays these days, he's he's shooting from the same spot and he's missing from the same spot. He has a cold spot on every court nowadays. And I think he has just like gotten in his head where he is telling himself that he I, – I, I, I don't think he's telling himself that he's not good anymore because he fucking went to LeBron and Anthony Davis after they lost and put his arm around him and said – if I could have helped out, I would have helped. I wish I could have helped. Yeah, I saw that made me, made me feel kind of sad. And he, like, <laughs> is questioning why he doesn't get more minutes. And it's like, because you fucking suck now. <laughs> you, you're not playing. I feel like Westbrook like, has, like, he's always, like, been really athletic and not really just a great of a, like, shooter or anything. Like, he always made plays with how athletic he is. And now he's getting a little older, a little more, you know, a little injury. Here and there, like his athleticism is like going away. So now you don't really have that to rely on. But now maybe he's trying to like shoot more and it's just, it's not working. 
So uh, with, with the yips, <clears throat> the biggest example of someone having the yips is 10 years ago, there was a great prospect drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates. His name was Hayden Hurst. He had a 97-mile-per-hour fastball and was cons- was considered to be like next to the line to be like a great pitcher in the majors. His second year in the minors, shit went the shit hit the fan and he developed the yips. He lost command of his pitches and once hit a he once hit a batter in the head, knocking him unconscious. And he said, quote, after that, it got a thousand times worse. The wheels came off. I can't really explain it. It just happened out of nowhere. And he said, and he said, to this day, I haven't really figured out what happened. Haven't tried to throw a baseball since leaving the Pirates organization, to be honest. Haven't even gotten near a baseball field. In 2004 or 2013, he decided to walk away from baseball forever because of the yips. Because he couldn't get over it. Because it's a, it's a mental thing as much as it is a physical thing. And I truly believe that Russell Westbrook right now is suffering from the yips. And hopefully, even though I don't like Russell Westbrook, hopefully he can get over it and, like, beat that and play to the level that everyone in the NBA knows he can play as. And if he can't, he can uh, can go play football like Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Uh, My fucking dog's going nuts, though. Yeah, I can tell. So, what is your? This has nothing to do with sports, but it's something I wanted to talk to you about. What is your favorite little Debbie cake? My favorite little Debbie cake? Yes. Um, I don't know. I try not to eat little Debbie cakes. But when you did eat them, because I don't eat them anymore. I think just like I don't know what they're exactly called. It's just like the. uh, it's like the, the the normal kind. It's like chocolate with like the cream filling, and it has a little the zigzag cu- the, uh, thing. Well, that's Hostess. Oh, that Hostess. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> little Debbie. I, I'd have to like pull up a thing and look at all the different little Debbie cake brands. Well, maybe after, after I name some of these, you might be like, "Oh yeah, I really like that when I when I eat junk food." Uh, little Debbie around Christmas time launched only and only sold in Walmart. Uh, there are little Christmas tree cakes, but it was it was ice cream, and people yeah, went. I know those, but people, I would always um, I would eat those, and then I I don't even like these. So I would eat them, but I people, remember eating them a lot. Though. People went absolutely ape shit over the Christmas tree ice cream because people are fat and just think it's amazing or some shit. I don't know. I didn't try. I don't. I don't. I can't do dairy anymore. It fucks my stomach. I don't like a little Debbie, but that's not the point. I like uh, little Debbie the rapper. Shut up. <laughs> uh, it's beginning of this month. Last week, actually, little Debbie introduced uh, seven new ice cream flavors. Oh, I think I saw this. Only sold at Walmart. The flavors are oatmeal cream pie, Swiss roll, zebra cakes, nutty bar, strawberry shortcake, cosmic brownie and probably the one that would lend itself best to ice cream but also would be way too sweet is honey bun now they're icy white honey buns or just regular honey buns regular (laughs) uh out of those um i really love oatmeal cream pies i do too i think those are probably my favorite and then probably like white honey buns if i get a second and then Cosmic Brownies would be a third. See, everyone, everybody always fucking blows Cosmic Brownies, and I think it's just nostalgia goggles, but, like, I, I always preferred the regular brownies with little walnut pieces in it than the Cosmic ones. The Cosmic was just fucking a brownie with hard-ass pieces of candy in it. <laughs> the, uh, the Nutty Buddy or Nutty whatever, those are other things that, like, I used to eat a lot, and then I don't think I ever even liked them. I think they were just, you know, that's what everybody just ate. <laughs> I, would like, I would like to describe these flavors to you, okay? 
<clears throat> oatmeal cream pie. Bites of oatmeal cookie and molasses mixed with a vanilla cream ice cream. Which, uh, who knows if that actually tastes good. Swiss roll. Pieces of chocolate cake and whipped cream swirled in a, quote, chocolatey cake ice cream. Oh. Zebra cakes. Yellow cake pieces and chocolate fudge mixed with white cake flavored ice cream. What does white cake taste? Isn't this vanilla? I think so. I think it's just vanilla cake. I don't know. It could be white chocolate cake. Nutty bar. Chocolate waffle cone pieces and fudge swirled inside peanut butter ice cream. Strawberry shortcake. Yellow cake bites and strawberry swirl inside white cake ice cream. Honey bun. Honey bun pieces and cinnamon mixed into honey bun flavored ice cream. And cosmic brownie. Rainbow chips and brownie bites mixed with brownie batter ice cream. None of that just the, seems the good. Honey bun don't seem that good. None of I would it, try the oatmeal one for sure. I, I would, I would try that one too, but like I don't think I would like go out and actually buy them. And it's, it's like they're I'd sold to in, get like one of those little uh, like the little like eight ounce tub of one. They're, I mean that's that's they're sold in pub and not pubs and uh, pints. So like, and they're two fifty each. So that's that's not a bad price whatsoever for a pint of ice cream. Yeah, but it's uh, it just it does not sound good to me whatsoever. No. I was looking up recently PlayStation 1 because I was curious as to when the PlayStation 1 stopped being produced. And would you like to know the year that the final PlayStation 1 game came out? I want you to take a guess. It came out in 2004. The final game for the PlayStation 1. Came out October 24th, 2006. Hey, close. Came out roughly three weeks from the release of the PlayStation 3. Was it a sports game? No, actually. <clears throat> it was Strider Hero, which uh, it was a video game exclusively made for arcades, released in 1989. But on no- October 24th, 2006, Capcom released the game on PS1 seven months after Sony officially stopped shipments and support for the console. That's weird. You would think they would just put it on one of their new consoles. In fact, the out of this top 10 list, the last sports game came out October 12th, 2004, and was FIFA 2005. Yeah, I think they had like a lot of uh, sports games that came out in the 2000s. That It's like... It's crazy to me, though. They, had, they released a game for the system three weeks before the PS3 came out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't even get why they would do that. And it like, it, it, it's it's so fucking weird because it like you look at the graphics for it and like, what? Who could be like? Who could be? My screen won't show it because we're I'm doing a weird (laughs) fucking filter thing. But like, I don't know. Like maybe the game itself is amazing and it just like led a lot of people wanting to buy it, but like. I don't know. Personally, I can I can't really play old eight bit games and have as much fun as I do now playing current games. I I can't really, but I can play old games, but they have to be like really really good old games. Like I can't just play random some random shitty old game. Yeah. <sighs> I can go back and play like Contra. Contra is really fun. Contra is a damn good game. I'll give you that much. So, yeah. 
What's on your mind, Jesse? Well, did you uh well the the, the NBA trade deadline just happened here recently, you know. The big news coming out of that was uh, Ben Simmons finally getting traded away to the Brooklyn Nets. And like, uh, was it Ben Simmons and uh, Seth Curry and like a freaking first round pick and like a Andre Drummond, I think. Yeah. Or, uh, or good old James Harden. What's and, that? Uh, it's James Harden and someone else. I can't remember. And I think it's funny. It's like Ben Simmons hasn't played all season. Is he just going to like – is he going to be playing like instantly with the Nets? I assume so. I think that's going to be super funny. I'm really surprised the Lakers didn't do anything. Um, I know the uh, – I don't know if you saw it or not, but the Rockets reportedly, they offered John Wall for Russell Westbrook and a first-round pick. So they were like, we'll give you John Wall, who's pretty injured and hasn't really played much in like three years. But you have to give us Westbrook and a first-round pick back. And I'm pretty sure I, I'm with the Lakers on this one. And I would they probably say, fuck you. Like, yeah, no I mean, as much as it, Like, if it was just like John Wall and Westbrook straight up for each other, I can maybe understand that if the Lakers didn't want to have Westbrook around at all anymore. But. Like, I don't get why would Houston do that? Didn't they just get rid of Westbrook? So I don't know. I don't know why they would try to bring him back so fast like that. Unless they just really, really don't like John Wall. Yeah, breaking news, uh, James Harden is planning to wear the number one jersey for the 76ers because oh, yeah. number 13 is Wilt Chamberlain's retired number. Number one is in the one percent effort he's been putting into his NBA career. Oh yeah, the last two seasons. All right. So this is what I wanted to ask you. Speaking of retired numbers, you know how in uh, in baseball the number forty-five is retired all through every team to honor Jackie Robinson. <clears throat> yeah. The only time that number is worn is during uh, Jackie Robinson Day games. Do you like? Do you think? That there will ever be a player, the NBA, that the NBA is like, we're this this number is retired through every team the same way Jackie Robinson is retired. Um, no, I don't reckon it will be. Because if they, I feel like they should do that for Michael Jordan, but I think the only other team that ever did it besides the Bulls is Miami. I think they retired that yeah. number so nobody could wear it for some weird reasons, but. If his pretty jersey don't get like universally retired, then I don't think anybody's number will ever. I'm pretty sure they retired Michael Jordan's jerseys just so they can try to honor him in a weird way. Yeah. Like the I, same way that this is wrestling right here. The same way on Survivor Series <laughs> last year, the WWE spent the entire show building up the rock and he didn't show up. Like I was I'm thinking they probably hoped Michael Jordan would show up and accept his retired number. <laughs> And the rafters of the American Airlines Center, or wherever the fuck they play. That was so funny when they did that. And the Rock they didn't even come. He didn't have, give him like a like a thirty second recorded like fucking anything. Like I'm pretty sure he could have just made a cell phone video for like thirty seconds, and they could have played that. But yeah, man, the uh, trade deadline came and uh, our our Memphis Grizzlies didn't do anything. I thought Kyle Anderson might get moved for somebody. So glad he didn't. But he stayed. He stayed. Everybody stayed. And I hope nobody's upset about it. They fucking better not be. There's, there is absolutely nobody on this team that I would be like, man, cut them. Like maybe some like <laughs> rookies or like two-way players, but like. I, I like everybody on the team. Everybody on the team like has a purpose. It's not like fucking fifteen years ago when we got Chucky Atkins, and he was a <laughs> no, star no, point Chucky guard. Atkins. Um, yeah, Dylan Brooks is supposed to come back in like a month or so. Yeah, so that's kind of like our hey, that's going to be our trade trade deadline acquisition. It's kind of, you know, 
We're just going to randomly get Dan, uh, Dylan Brooks one day. I miss seeing Derek, uh, Dylan Brooks play. Me too. I miss seeing him talk shit to people. That was always my favorite Dylan Brooks moments. He, all right, so Dylan Brooks, when he, when we signed him, we signed him during Mark's last year with us. And uh, we did, it was the first year that we didn't make the playoffs in a long time because when we, when we got him was when we uh, let Zebo and Tony Allen go that same season. At the time, I knew somebody that worked for the Grizzlies, and he worked in player development and not player development, but uh, getting players comfortable with with living in Memphis. He was basically there, like uh, I can't think of the fucking word, but he was the person they'd go to when they needed help finding things around town or anything like that. Even yeah. though he wasn't from Memphis, and I told him, I said, I. Just wait, like we got Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is gonna be fucking amazing for us. And like there was like one game that season where he scored like 28 points or some shit. And I was texting him, I was like, I fucking told you this dude was gonna be amazing. And he just kept saying, Ah, I mean, maybe, maybe, who knows? That year we had a terrible record. Uh, we've finished really shitty, and that's how we were able to get Jaron. But either way, we had a shitty record. And my friend left Memphis to move back to New York. And I texted him. I said, damn, dude, I mean, I know we had a bad season, but you ain't got to fucking up and leave town because of it. Yeah. It's going to go become a Nets fan. But, yeah, he he didn't believe in Dylan Brooks. I believed in Dylan Brooks from the day we fucking signed him. And I am so happy that he is so many fans' least favorite player on the Grizzlies. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like it's kind of like a Tony Allen all over again in a way. Yeah, pretty sure a lot of opposing fans hated Tony Allen and what he would do to their favorite player. Oh, definitely. And speaking of the Grizzlies, you got uh, next week. John Morant plays in his first All Star game, his first of many, most likely. Team Durant, baby, let's Team, go. Team, Team Durant, he's not even playing. Yeah, isn't that kind of weird? Shit, they just gave like you know. Whoever came in second, shouldn't have been his team. You would think so. Shouldn't have been team Giannis. You would think so. But Giannis is on LeBron's team. But, yeah, uh, John Morant's going to be playing his first All-Star game. Desmond Bain is going to be taking part in All-Star weekend in the three-point contest. John Morant's uh, is – probably the best dunker in the NBA, but he has said that he will never play in the NBA dunk contest because of how shitty the judging is. <laughs> that sucks. But I, 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 don't, I don't blame you. I don't yeah. blame you. The days of your Kobe Bryant's and Michael Jordan's in the dunk contest, those days are over. Yes, they are. When LeBron James refused to ever be in it, that's when yeah, you Yeah, LeBron it. started this. It's like when LeBron, like, told like, a whole generation of kids, like, don't do the dunk contest. It's, like, not actually telling them that, but since he never did it, you know, it made all, made all the upcoming kids be like, oh, well, LeBron ain't doing the dunk contest. I don't want to do it either. Yeah. And, uh, one other just uh, crazy note about the Nets thing. I saw a thing that uh, – the two years that Kyrie, LeBron, or Kyrie, Harden, and uh, Durant played with each other, they played like a total of like I think it was thirteen or sixteen games. I think it might have been sixteen games total with each other. Out of like the whole two seasons, they were all together. Which that's 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 fucked up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they would have played together. They would have won at least one championship. Probably last year, if nobody would have got hurt. Kevin Durant almost did it by himself, and he didn't have Kyrie or James Harden. Do you, you know, we were talking about video games. Do you happen to know what the final video game was for 
let's say NES. NES? Or, um, or tell me the uh, year you think it would have been released. Uh, the year it would have been released would probably be 1992. And what what game around 92 do you think it would have been? Um, I don't know. No idea. The final game released for the Nintendo Electronic System or Entertainment System, goddammit, released May 25th, 1995 is The Lion King. And that's just, King. And that's just a, I think I've heard of this before. I think I've read that somewhere before now that you say that. It was released 1995 in Europe and it uh, just a, a year and some months shy of the release of the N64 the final NES game was released. That's, that's strange. I wonder if Lion King was good. I doubt it. I wonder if you played as Kamome and Pumbaa. Can you guess around. when the final Super Nintendo game was released? Um, it's 2000. No, not 2000. That's way too late, I think. <laughs> uh, it's probably like 97. Close. 1998. Uh, it was Frogger. 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 <laughs> was it Super Frogger? No, it was just Frogger. Oh. I'm pretty sure I played Frogger on like the normal NES. What about it took so long to get the freaking that? What about the N64? Uh, what year would you say that game was released? The final game. Um, two thousand two. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two thousand two. <laughs> like a wild was shot that, in the was dark. Was it Madden 2002? No, it was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Hell yeah. That was in the blue cartridge. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What about the Xbox? Um, let's see. Probably 2008. And it was probably one of the random Call of Duty games. It was 2008, but it was Madden NFL 09. Damn. Should have stuck to the sports games. All right. What about the Nintendo Wii? What year would you think the last game came out for that? Um, 2005. The Wii? Yeah, it, the the Wii hadn't even released oh. in two thousand five. <laughs> I was thinking of GameCube actually. I, was I, was, I game. forgot about the GameCube. I was thinking the Wii came out like after sixty four. Oh. The, the Wii would be like um, like probably like two thousand ten. Close. The final game released. The final game released in the November or the. Nintendo Wii released November 5th, 2019 was Just Dance 2020. <laughs> and apparently uh, the Wii was retired in 2017, but they kept releasing Just, Dan- Just Dance games and games similar to that because those games are popular in nursing homes. Makes sense. Makes why don't the nurse at home just buy a new Nintendo system instead of fucking playing the 20-year-old Wii? I don't think. Final game released on Xbox 360 was released October 25th, 2018. It was Just Dance 2019. Apparently, I'm missing out of these Just Dance games. Yeah, you, you were missing out on some fun, man. <laughs> yeah. Luka Doncic just hit his career high in a win. He dropped 51 points in their win over the Clippers. Do you know what the most impressive thing about that was that I saw earlier? What? He scored 28 points in the first quarter. I mean, I'm pretty sure Lance Stevenson did that his first game back with the Pacers. (laughs) 
think he scored like. I think is Luca the best player in the NBA right now? Uh, He's got to be like top. I think it's Giannis and then him. Yeah, it's. Every, I mean, everyone's pissed off that he didn't make the All Star team, but or didn't make it as a starter. But like, what are you gonna do? John Moran got more votes. Who was the other guard? Uh, Steph. Oh, Steph. That's tough. Can't, can't really bench Steph. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, Steph is going to make it because he's in the new Allen Iverson. Yeah, I know the, the team Durant, the backcourt is uh, Ja Morant and Trey Young. And I don't think they could get like two more exciting like guard, like little guards like that. Like, I, th- I think that would be fun as hell to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually gonna. I'm, I'm actually like really excited about the All Star game because I just want to see Jaw. Like, yeah, this is the first All Star game I've been excited about in a few years. So yeah, you got anything else you want to discuss while we're talking here? Uh, yeah, it's that time of the time of the month where we have our special game here of uh, start bench cut. Oh, get ready for that. Are you going to be asking me about Outcast albums? Yeah, I absolutely will. Cool. I know I will. Oh, all I'll say is go get ATL and that's all you need. I mean, everyone people still sleep on Stanconia, but that's a great fucking album. Yeah, one of my happiest like music moments ever was uh, it wasn't even all of Outcast. It was just a. Uh, not Andre 3000, but I can't even think of the other guy's name. Big Boy. Yeah, Big Boy. He played at Music Fest a few years ago here in Memphis. And uh, I remember I was, like, waiting in line to get something. And I was kind of watching him uh, perform at the same time. And then, like, the Sorry Miss Jackson thing came up. And I promise you, there was, like, 60,000 people there singing Sorry Miss Jackson. It was mm-hmm. the funnest, like, craziest thing to see ever. That's amazing. Yeah, that's one of my favorite, happiest fucking music fest moments. But anyway, talking about basketball here, we've been talking about it a little bit tonight. Todd, you're the new GM of the Memphis Grizzlies. You make all the shots. But before they put you in control, they sign three players. And you have to decide to start, bench, and cut all of these players. And one of, one of each, of course. John Wall. James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Who you starting? Who you cutting? And who you benching? Starting Harden, benching Westbrook, cutting John Wall. Or John Wall. I mean, come on, that that was the easy one. James Harden's gonna fuck everything up. I'd cut his ass. Start Russell Westbrook and just tell him never to shoot the ball ever. Pass the ball to Trevor. Number two on this is uh, due to the recent uh, power outages everybody's in Memphis has been dealing with and made me think of this. Start venture cut. No air conditioner from June 1st to August 31st. So basically no air conditioner during the entire summer. No heat from December through the end of February. So basically all of winter. Or number three, no hot water for the whole year. Mm. No, the one I'm I'm starting. That's the one that that you would want to do. Out of three, you could do that one for easy. Uh, I could do no heat. If I'm I'm speaking for me, and I'm I'm speaking. In this rhetorical situation, in this uh, this situation where I am, I live by myself, and I don't have a, a three year old and a wife who <laughs> right. We're we're cold. not taking none of that stuff. You know, we're none of that consideration. It's you personally. I am well aware that I personally can bundle up to get warm, but you cannot unbundle to get cold if you're hot. <laughs> no, you cannot. So for everyone out there that says they'd rather be hot than cold, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, those people are fucking psychopaths. 
Um, so I would start not having heat. I would bench not having um, air conditioner, hot water. Uh, air conditioner, and I would cut not having hot water. With enough hot water for yeah. a year like that. I, I could, I feel like I could do that because uh, I, I like. I can take cold showers probably. By the way, speaking of power outages, uh, currently there are 13,250 customers in Memphis still without power. That's so effed up, man. It's been a week now. I remember I was looking, there was like 40,000 when I got my power back. I mean, there's still 40,000 people in Memphis without power. Like, it's kind of crazy to think like a half an inch of ice shut down Memphis. Yeah. Like, what, what's what's going to happen when the earthquake comes? What are we going to do then? Well, I'm going to figure out a way to kill myself. Anyway, we're down to the last uh, start bench cut here. This is a movie-related one. Start bench cut. Super bad, knocked up, and Nick and Norris infinite playlist. Um, start Nick and Nora. Absolutely. Love, yeah. Maybe the most underrated movie of all time. I fucking love that movie. That movie is just <laughs> joke on joke on joke on joke. Andy Samberg's cameo in it is perfect. Um, I would bench. Super bad and mm. cut knocked up. I'd, I'd go the other way. I'd cut super bad. See, I would start knocked up over super bad because, or start super bad over knocked up because um, I'm a huge fan of Bill Hader, and Bill Hader plays a cop and super bad. He's fucking hilarious in that. Don't get me wrong, super bad is a fucking amazing movie, but I, I love me some knocked up. Yeah, that's that's all that's all my questions I got. All right. Well, yeah. Anything else you want to you want to discuss? Are you ready to um, take it home? Uh, nothing I can really think of off the top of my head. All righty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week for Armbar, the 1004th podcast. But for We Are Not Sports Entertained, I'm Todd Suliano. I'm Jesse Matthews. And we'll see you cool kids whenever the fuck we decide to come back. Fix the power. Fix the damn power. Yeah, do that.